who are you and what do you do? It was great to be here and speak to you, of course. I'm Professor Shafi Ahmed. I'm a co-founder of Giant with Barry back in 2016, and I'm a surgeon and health tech entrepreneur. And I'm here chairing one of the sessions on the hospital of the future to discover what that future looks like with technology at its heart and redesign and reimagine what healthcare could be for all of us. Okay, and so without ruining the talk too much, obviously, what does that look like? What does the future of hospitals look like? Well, I think it, uh, we think about hospitals as infrastructure, uh, walls, um, uh, and kind of, I think we've got away from that. And the hospital now without walls, being more in the community. Secondary care, hospitals are very expensive. That's where the acute care goes, right? And all the resources from the NHS are taken by those, those institutions. Care is going to the community, back into the home, and we call it the hospital, where people are now in, kind of empowered at home with connectivity, with telemedicine, with remote monitoring and wearables to manage their own diseases better or their own conditions. And so we want to move away from sick care to well care, to well-being, uh, managing mental health and wellness and that kind of thing. And that will save a lot of the problems that we see at the moment. I really like that house for tools and you, you know heard a lot about illness and now it's becoming a thing about wellness isn't it and being proactive mm. rather than reactive so I really like that and we were just talking to someone else earlier about how 80% of medicine or healthcare happens at home yes because you're, you, you don't want to go in hospital no one sure. wants to go in hospital so how let's ask this question then how do you think we can keep people out of hospital and in their homes and staying well with, within their homes so they don't need to be in hospital I think it's behaviour change, system change, to say to patients, actually, you'd rather be at home. Um, but how do we do that? That's the question. So if you look at the NHS budget, which is 150 billion, two thirds of that goes to manage chronic diseases, like the diabetic, COPD. Yeah. If we manage those better in the community, using smart data, smart technology, to be able to allow them to manage their own illnesses, for example, that's one way. Also maintaining their well-being. We don't spend as much money or resources in maintaining wellness and improve mental health, which is a huge unmet demand. Those are the kind of things I think we need to do. Adding technology to the equation to allow people to stay at home for much longer, which means they're more um, able to work, the economy grows, uh, and also they feel better themselves. So I think there's a huge change and a shift of taking resources from secondary care to primary care, and of course into social care. And that's the drive for change. I really like that. I think that's really interesting and talking about having it yourself and sorting things out yourself and being at home. And we, I was just talking to someone yesterday about being in control of your own data mm. and then making your own decisions. And as a clinician, as a surgeon and having that background, what do you think about that? Because I think there's probably quite a few problems that can arise with that. If you've got your own data and you make your own decisions and you don't have a scientific background, what are the good and bad things about that? Why is that, why is that a good thing over listening to a doctor? That's a really good question. The whole data issue is a big one for the NHS to deal with about um, confidentiality, security, privacy, and that's a discussion for another day. It's a long discussion to have. But at the same time, the advantage is that if you own your own data or you have access to the data, like we have the NHS app, it allows you to be more empowered. And we want patients to make decisions for themselves. All right? Not everyone's the same. We talk, this, we talk about the personalized care or precision medicine, but that can only be done if you have good data accessed by patients to allow them to understand their illness better. It's not just about the technology, it's the behavior change, it's changing the way they manage their condition and supporting them, both in the community and of course secondary care. It's not just one thing, it's changing behavior, changing management and the perception of what illness really is and how we manage it better. I really like that, I think that's really important and as you say we could talk about this all day, yeah, there's course. lots of topics that I'd love to discuss with you further, but as someone who's helped out with the giant event, what is your last bit of advice to help people 
why should people come to events like this? Why is this so important? I'd like to feel that a giant, we're the kind of the ignition. Uh, we ignite the energy, the fuel, if you like, to bring people together. In healthcare, we need people to come together and to collaborate. Whether it's a junior doctor, a nurse, a paramedic, whether it's a med tech company, whether it's a huge conglomerate, for example, they need to come together to redesign and reimagine their healthcare system. It means having startups at the early part of their journey, helping them scale into the NHS. So it's providing the interest and the kind of the flame, if you like, to allow people to think differently and to bring them to the same table as we all have a common passion to improve the care of our patients. Yes, I, that's what I've noticed being here. There's a very much a joint passion. People really, really want to start helping people get healthier and stay healthier. So thank you for talking to us today. I hope you have a good rest of the event. Thank you, Major. Thank you for coming and attending.